Envry, it's a network, it's a, a community of environmental research infrastructures that collaborate to observe the Earth as a whole. Welcome to the LifeWatch Eric podcast, A Window on Science. Here we're in season three and we're extending the horizon of biodiversity and ecosystem research under discussion interviewing individuals a little outside of the e-science infrastructure itself, but who still contribute to open science and the study of invasive alien species. Those of you who are interested in fair data will be happy to know that today I'm talking with Anka Hianola from the Finnish Meteorological Institute, who is co-coordinator of the Envry Project, a major partner of LifeWatch Eric. Thank you, all of you, for tuning in to our podcast today. I'd like to welcome all our listeners, wherever you may be. I'm Julian Kenny, and welcome, of course, to you, Anka. Thanks for joining the studio today. I know you're a very busy person. Hi, Julian. Thank you for having me here, and uh, hello to, to all our listeners. In fact, I understand you just got back from Azerbaijan. What, um, can I ask how your trip went there? Oh, it was exciting. Um, I was invited speaker at the uh, fifth Easter Partnership Infrastructure Conference held in, in Baku, which is the capital of Azerbaijan. So, um, first of all, if Baku has never been on your bucket list of places to visit now, it's the time to change your minds because it's an extraordinarily <laughs> beautiful city and clean and safe and it has this combination of old and modern buildings that actually work together. Um, my presentation was called Open Science in, in Climate Research, the Good, the Bad and the Ugly. <laughs> uh, my, my presentation, although a little bit general, included a little bit of every in, in, in the good part. Awesome. So climate change, open science, very much the topics that we're interested in. And today... ENVRI. ENVRI is one of our favorite acronyms. What does it stand for and how does it work? <laughs> one of our favorite acronyms. I, I like this. Uh, so um, ENVRI as acronym stands for Environmental Research Infrastructures, but uh, ENVRI is more than an acronym, obviously. It's a, it's a network, it's a, a community of environmental research infrastructure that collaborate to observe the Earth as a whole. So every single research infrastructure, be it from atmosphere or marine or solid Earth or ecosystem domain, contributes to this community. Um, basically, we collaborate so that we can provide uh, open and fair uh, environmental data, uh, tools, and, and other services that everybody can use for free. In well, Envry empowers pretty much advancing the uh, scientific knowledge which is necessary to be able to deal with uh, rapid global change that affects our planet. Mm. And so Envry um, works closely with the European Open Science Cloud in promoting, um, amongst other things, I guess, compliance with fair data principles. Uh, perhaps for those of us who are a bit rusty, um, could you just run us through fairness and um, and its importance? 
So we have yet another acronym, isn't it? FAIR. <laughs> we love them. <laughs> Is it also among the uh, ones that we love very much? Um, well, FAIR stand, stands for uh, findable, accessible, interoperable, and reusable. So these are the four basics uh, of FAIR. So findable, what does it mean? Well, obviously, the first step in reusing uh, data is to find them. Mm. So both metadata and data should be easy to find for, for both uh, humans and computers. They uh, have to be identifiable and locatable by means of a, a standard identification mechanism, like a persistent identifier. Right. Uh, accessible, uh, obviously, once somebody is finding uh, data, uh, they need to know how the data can be accessed. Uh, it, it's, it's possible to, at this uh, step, uh, to include authentication and, and authorization, but anyway, the data has to be always available on, online. Uh, but of course, it, it can have some restrictions if, if necessary. Mm. Uh, but even if the data is restricted, then uh, the metadata sh uh, should be open. Interoperable, well, the data needs to be integrated. Need to be integrated usually with with other data. So, uh, and in, ad in addition to the data, they need to uh, interoperate with uh, with workflows and and application. Um, it has to allow data exchange and, and uh, use between researchers and institutions and, and organizations or, or countries. So the idea would be not to use, uh, for example, pro proprietary software uh, when making the, uh, the data uh, available. Mm. And finally, reusable. Well, that's the ultimate goal of FAIR, isn't it? To, to optimize the reuse of data. So if, if we want to achieve this, then the metadata and uh, data have to be very well described mm. um, so that they can be uh, replicated or eventually combined uh, with, with other data. So it's a foundation of open science, in effect. Absolutely. Okay. And we have to follow this. So look, in, uh, over the last five years, Envry and LifeWatch Eric have been um, working together conducting fair data summer schools um how successful have they been in your view i um well yeah indeed uh, Envry and and uh, life watch have run a series of uh, i would say very successful international schools um that have basically provided a, a foundation in, in matters of open science especially open, open data skills for uh, both early career scientists, but also for more seasoned, seasoned ones. Um, what we do now is contemporary research, and this cannot effectively be done without a, a certain range of skills related to data. Um, the scientists are scientists are living now in a sort of climate of change because they are transitioning now from their usual routine to the new environment of open science. And I always like to say that uh, open science is a state of mind, which means that the summer schools <laughs> uh, 
helped the participants firstly to get acquainted and get used to with this new idea of of openness and and uh, secondly they offered also very practical issues uh, solutions regarding aspects of of um, the whole data life cycle like learning the basic of data fairness and uh, in environmental sciences um how to handle large volumes of data. Um, they learned about standards and licenses and, and tools and how basically to develop their skills necessary to optimize uh, the use of data. Um, I would say that LifeWatch and by extension Embry have provided a number of really great educators and uh, leading specialists who who got actually to to share their uh, wisdom and uh, their knowledge with the participants. But there is also the other, it, it works also in, in the other direction. So it, we kind of have to recognize that, that the, uh, these summer schools uh, provided an opportunity for us as well. So because it's an international school, mm. uh, we, we got... Um, uh, researchers and participants from outside uh, Europe yes. as well. So we got to advertise our uh, high-quality data and services outside the European frontiers. Um, also, by taking this opportunity to work directly with, with researchers, uh, this in these summer schools, we got to learn about their pain points and the needs and the, their expectations which, uh, if we are listening to them, can lead to improving every services, LifeWatch services, any other research infrastructure services, and, of course, also the uh, documentation uh, attached to them, and also to, for the future to, to assemble possible uh, summer school based on, on their requirements. I think it, it has been a sort of a win-win situation. Of getting that feedback. And you mentioned the, the future. I wanted to move on to, um, you know, in the context of H2020 programs and moving towards the EU biodiversity strategy for 2030. And I know climate is your speciality. What's, um, what's in the future for the Envry project? Oh, for the Envry project. So Envry project will end at the end, uh, uh, no, mid the. Uh, 2023 and if if we want to collaborate uh, in the future we uh, have to find uh, a, a ways to do that uh, so there will be some um, horizon uh, europe um, calls which uh, where we can apply because uh, going separately and uh, and the uh, Forgetting the interactions, which are very complex between uh, the four elements of of, uh, of our planet, the geosphere, hydrosphere, biosphere, and atmosphere, then uh, and if we if we uh, go for them only uh, separately and missing the interrelationships between uh, between them, then we will offer very little to society so we have to work together this is always the biggest challenge isn't it working across disciplines and bringing everybody together 
on the same page. It's the new way of doing science. And if we want to, to solve the big uh, challenge of, uh, of climate change, then uh, these four have to, to work together. Fantastic. And look, lastly, um, you know, I know the Envry is going to ring um, bells for a lot of people. How can people, how can listeners today um, maybe get involved in the Envry project or, or follow your work? Well, getting involved in, in the project, it's a bit uh, more complicated, but uh, they can follow our work. They can uh, come to our uh, webpage, www.envry.eu. Uh, they can subscribe to our newsletters for, uh, for the latest updates from the Envry community uh, and also about the projects uh, supporting, uh, supporting it. You can follow our events and you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, but I think the most important thing uh, would be to use us, use our data, use our services, facilities, computational services to contribute to solving this great challenge of, uh, of uh, climate. Um, very soon we will pro provide a, a single gateway uh, for all Envry services uh, through the so-called Envry Hub right. uh, that we are building right now. So I would suggest to the listener to stay tuned. <laughs> and we might be able to come back and get an update in a year's time and see what the developments are. Sure. Thank you so much, Anka. It's, um, you know, this um, tendency to the new science, integration across disciplines, and um, making everything available to everybody is, uh, you know, I think we're sending the same messages, you and I. So um, thank you very much. And thank you, of course, to our listeners. Um, please keep inviting friends and colleagues to follow our podcasts, The More The Merrier, and, you know, follow up the, the links to the Envry website as well. Um, Get in touch with us. Visit our website, www.lifewatch.eu, and help spread the news that these research infrastructures working together with um, open data and computing facilities are freely available to support biodiversity and ecosystem research and climate research um, that can make a massive difference to the world. I look forward to our next encounter on a window on science. Anchor, thanks again. Thank you.